Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion, theater, and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Amanda Carestio. I'm Kate Zeinard. And I'm Meg Healy. Today on the podcast, we are talking goals and forecasting for this brand new year, 2021. After that, we'll each share inspiration in our Sojo segment, and we'll ask you to share something too. Also, one quick note before we jump in, our release schedule is changing. We are going to release one new episode per month for the first part of 2021. In the meantime, we'll be shining a light on some of our favorite past episodes and planning our next Sew and Tell live event because that first one was so much fun. Yeah, I cannot wait to do another one. Absolutely. Totally awesome. Um, So before we jump in on our topics today, how are you both doing? And welcome back, Kate. Uh Thank you. Um, I am doing much better. As you can tell, I'm able to talk, which I wasn't for yeah. the first week and a half after my surgery. <laughs> uh, poor Mark had to put up with a lot of texting and uh, whiteboard communication. Oh, um, so oh. tough. <laughs> I know, but I'm almost back to normal. I have a little bit of pain when I yawn um, or sneeze really hard, but the mo- rest of the time I feel perfectly normal. I have my strength back. I'm feeling really good. So I did want to thank several of our listeners who contacted me or um, commented on some of my Instagram posts wishing me a good recovery. I really appreciate it. It made me feel very loved. That's so sweet. That's so nice. Yeah, very sweet. Kate, I'm not sure if you got to do a lot of sewing over the break. I'm guessing (laughs) probably not. Um, But Meg, I know you did a ton of sewing. Oh, yeah. It was so nice just to have that little break and just not really a schedule. I just got up and just couldn't stop sewing. I, I literally couldn't stop my hands from just cutting out like more stash fabric. I made, I added everything up in Italian. I made 16 garments. Wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And it was, what was the, what was the official, what were the official results? What, what patterns did you do? Okay, so I made two Zadies, two Fremantle pants, one pair of Pietra pants. I'm actually wearing them right now. One pair of Ninis, uh, two Ogden uh, camis, six Berta tops, one Cielo top, two Eva tops. Um, yeah, and that's it. That's wow. it. That's all. That's all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's gosh. amazing. I, uh, I, I, I'm feeling very unimpressive right now. I mean, I managed to break open my kit from uh, Maywood Studio that they sent me um, when they were sponsoring Ooh. our uh, our our social. And uh, I don't quilt very much, but I enjoyed this because it was all uh, pre-cut for me. Um, cool. And then I've been embroidering it today. Um, <gasps> oh, that's nice. Quilting. Yeah. So, um, but that's all I've managed to pull off. Uh, certainly nothing like 16 garments. Wow, Meg. Wow. I, I think I was just feeling so, like I was just at home. Julian was still going to to work. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, it was probably just, um, probably helped relieve some stress because I couldn't, I was sad that I couldn't go home to visit my family. And it was just mm-hmm. something to... It was it was definitely a distraction. I didn't need all of those clothes. Uh, <laughs> um, definitely not. But it was just I couldn't stop. Yeah, I did do a little bit of sewing. It was I, it was I didn't really have big plans, but I ended up I did a lot of that. Like, oh, I'll just do one step. Oh, let me just do yeah. this next step and see where I get to. And then you know, an hour later, I've finished. And mm. so I did a lot of that. I did some sewing for my skating. I also did a lot of skating. Um, no, I was going to say, hopefully you got some skating, I, skating in. I did. I did. I'm breaking in some brand new skates and, um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty lovely, pretty good reset, pretty good, quiet way yeah. to start the year. So with that, why don't we go ahead and jump in? Um, our first topic for the day is sewing goals and resolutions. And we've been doing this show long enough for you to know Uh, that I am a resolutions lover, except for this year, I'm finding. Yeah. Um, Sewing Mm -hmm. just brought me a lot of joy and happiness um, in 2020. 
And I'm kind of having trouble wanting to rein that in. Like I kind of like that it was joyful and simple and maybe yeah. I, I kind of want to stick to that. But um, I'm hearing, I am hearing that from other sewists, but I'm also seeing a lot of people create really great goals for themselves for their sewing this year. So I wanted to get together and talk about your approach. And I thought we'd maybe start with taking a look at what your 2020 goals were knowing that that year kind of just took a different arc <laughs> than we were all expecting. <laughs> Kate, did you have a resolution? I, I had a I had a couple resolutions. I I kind okay. of honestly have trouble remembering them. Um and I did not go through the effort of digging out the magazine that I swear they were listed in. Um <laughs> so I know that I I resolved to do some sewing from my stash and I wanted to work on a pants sloper. And I feel like there was one other thing, but I don't remember what it is. So we're just going to ignore that. Um, I definitely did absolutely zero work on a pants sloper. Um, <laughs> I, you know, after we had that great conversation with Ray Cumbie a few months ago, I mm -hmm. was feeling very inspired. And then yeah. um, it kind of fell by the wayside, what with recovering from surgery and everything. I'm going to use this as an excuse for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so um, so that never actually really happened. And I don't I don't feel particularly bad about that because there was no way I could possibly could have predicted that I was going to experience what we experienced in 2020. I mean, right. Yeah. Right. If, if pants sloper was not something I managed to be able to mentally do, then whatever, that's fine. Um, I did do a little sewing from my stash, not, not the way I thought I was going to, um, but I did a lot of mask sewing from my stash, um, and I picked up, like, my uh, Sew Your Roll came from my stash. Um, mm -hmm. I finally sewed a shirt from some fabric I bought in 2019. So I feel like I did okay with that one, for sure. How about you guys? Uh, my resolution just didn't happen at all. Mine was to sew for the home. I I came across in my planner, I was, I was going through it, um, and it was like curtains, and I had a little checkbook checkbox and it was like two pillows like check check and I, I didn't do any I just didn't feel like I, I had planned to but I just was using sewing so much in the year I think I, I mentioned this yeah uh, last episode but I guess I did one thing I did technically make a tree skirt this year because we got a yeah, tree and by making yeah so and by making it I uh took a scrap piece of faux fur wrapped it around and pinned it in the back <laughs> Uh, okay, maybe that counts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's a perfect um, bubbly camouflage. When he goes under the tree, he just disappears. It's the exact Aww. same kind of brindle color as him. It's so cute, and he's been trimming. He's been eating it. La yes, last night I had to take the biggest branch out of its mouth. So I think I, it's gonna be sad to see it go, but I want to keep it up as long as possible because yeah. it just makes me happy. He's loving it. <laughs> Yeah, he's loving it. How about you, Amanda? So I did have a fabric ban in mind, <laughs> and I pretty much blew that like <laughs> one month in. But I did do a, a lot of sewing from my stash. I sewed masks from oh, my stash. Yeah. I sewed mm – -hmm. um, I did a little – when I, I did the craft tour trip to London in 2019 and in 2020, mm -hmm. I finished sewing up all the fabrics that I bought on that trip for like a nice little collection, which was a nice little mini project. Um, but in general, I definitely bought fabric. I bought fabric from different places in 2020 than I normally would. Like I did, a, I found um, a new source for some secondhand fabric. So I did a little bit of experimenting um, there, but definitely added to my stash. My other goals were to slow down. Um, so savor the process and focus on finishes. And I don't think I was very successful. <laughs> um, I was going to take on more involved projects. And I, there were a couple of more involved, um, particularly hacks. Like I had a few yeah. bigger hacks. Um, and then my other goal was just keep sewing, which I did. Yay, I did one thing. Yeah, you did. I sewed a bunch. Yeah, I did that one for sure, yeah. I, I didn't do as good with that one as uh, as you did for sure. I feel like my sewing fell down a lot in 2020, which I know you guys discussed last week but or last time, but I wasn't here, so. 
everyone yeah. obviously is very interested in knowing that I didn't sew as much in 2020 <laughs> as I expected to. <laughs> I've seen I've seen people, you know, on Instagram in particular, there's it's both ways. Like a, yeah. some people sewed yeah. a ton and some mm-hmm. people sewed a lot less than they had in past years. Um so I think there's there's no there's no norm there for sure. Let's talk about this year. Where do you fall on the resolutions spectrum? Do you have them? Do you not? And if you have them, what are they? So um, I am, I'm feeling like this year is so mysterious. Like, I don't know what this year is going to turn out to be. I really don't. But I know that it's not going to be a normal year. So I'm feeling like I don't want to make a lot of hard resolutions, especially since I'm still kind of struggling with the 2020 not desire to sew. Um, and so I am, I have some things I'd like to do, but I'm not calling them necessarily resolutions, just hopes that I can accomplish sometime in the yeah. next 12 months. So, um, I want to keep sewing from my stash. Um, I have discovered when I cleaned my um, sewing room over the course of the pandemic, I discovered I have a lot more stash than I thought I had, and I need to do something (sighs) with some of it. Um, So um, that includes my big pile of linen that I bought last summer. I made some tops with half of it, but the other half of it is still sitting somewhere around here, probably above my head. Um, and it has been earmarked for some cropped pants, and I want to actually do those um, in time to wear them in the summer. <laughs> I have not yet done my last sew your roll. Um, I had some plans, and then things got derailed, and then I was not sewing at all. And so I totally missed that deadline, but I would like to actually do it because I found a fabric that I really like. I just have to order some and, you know, figure out what I'm going to make with it. So, um, and then I want to be, I, I'm going to steal Amanda's actually from last year. I want to be a little bit more mindful, take my time more. Uh-huh. I, I definitely also discovered while doing some cleaning that I have too many clothes. I don't have enough storage space for all of them. And so I need to not just, you know, make a new garment every week because yep. I don't have anywhere to put it and I need to be, you know, kind of take my time and you need to buy a new garment rack that's what i (laughs) yes i well meg if i had any idea where to put a new garment rack in my house i would (laughs) but um yes and then also sort of related but not actually a sewing resolution i do want to get better at instagram i want to you know especially how nice everybody was to me just those yeah. few posts that I've done, remembering that I was having the surgery and reaching out to me and and everything. I want to be more part of that community, but it's just, it doesn't float to the top of my head and I need to kind of get in the habit yeah. of, of doing it. And so that is my sewing related semi-resolution. For and then sure. <laughs> That was kind of a long <laughs> list for someone who's like, I'm not going to make any resolutions. I know. <laughs> no, it's good. Just some guidelines. There are yeah, guidelines. Too. They're hopes, not hopes resolutions. And dreams. Hopes. 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 Yeah, I am also feeling kind of non-committal. Um, yeah. Because sewing was such an escape for me in 2020, and I had a lot of got a lot of joy. I had a lot of fun doing it distracting from what the other things that were going on in my life. And I'm committed to continuing having fun sewing in 2021. That was kind of where I thought I was done there. But as I thought about it more, I do, I do have some sewing related goals. One is to, um, get a little bit more adept with my serger, really kind of increasing my know-how there largely in pursuit of, I, sewed a lot more athleisure type stuff in 2020, um, for my skating and for my work from home lifestyle. And I think that really, I I have a lot of clothes too. And I think the only thing that's like close to something I need would be some more workout wear, um, and athleisure. And I've honestly, I've had kind of had a lot of fun figuring out what my sporty style is, which is kind of different yes. from like my everyday <laughs> style. And I had, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to do a little bit of thinking about that and, um, you know, whether it's a capsule or I, I'm just going to, I'm going to try to come with, come at it from that, 
specific angle. Um, definitely going to try to focus on some stash sewing. Um, continue sewing for my husband. I did a lot of that in 2020 and it yeah. has it made him so happy. It's made me happy. Um, I, I think there's probably a lot of skill building to be had there, particularly with fitting and trying new patterns. Um, you know, one thing that's actually not on my official list, but I've been thinking about it a lot is just trying more new designers. There are so many independent yes. pattern designers. Yeah. And honestly, that's one of my favorite things about this community is that there are all these, you know, small independent businesses, many of which are run by women um, to support. And I, I'm interested in in trying some new to me pattern designers out. And also thinking about the ways that I can give back to the community. I think that, Kate, I definitely, uh -huh. being part of the, particularly the Instagram sewing community, got me through the year. Um, you know, in a way, like maintaining connection with people, going through this shared really big experience and kind of interpreting it and dealing with it through the lens of sewing. Um, really, man, it, it helped me in so many ways. So I'm really thinking about ways that I can give back, share my knowledge and uh -huh. help, help just be a positive force there. Yeah. And that's a great one. Yeah. But I just, just going to continue doing what I feel like making or continue sewing when I feel totally. like making if it's 16, <laughs> 16 yep. things in one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have no like sewing project specific goals. I'm just going to, what I feel like it I'm going to make. But on the other hand, I do want to um, just some other kind of sewing related things. I wanted to, I've had a lot of friends reach out mm -hmm. to me that have brought their sewing machines like out of, you know, the closet. And I just want to be more of a mentor and yeah. there for my friends and letting them know about this. I think you could do this, Pat, and kind of being there for um, the people in my life who have embraced sewing in the pandemic. I can, I have like several friends that, um, and even, yeah, some family too, that I just want to, Maybe I should host like, yeah, like a friends and family sort of like Zoom that I can just get, you know, idea. everyone in my life that are kind of getting back into sewing. Uh, yeah, my one friend, she just purchased some fabric the other day and she's, because she, she's asking, she goes, do you think this would be suitable for this? Because when you start online fabric, you just don't know. So mm -hmm. just kind of helping them through that. I really want to do that. And I decided I'm bringing back. Meg's mashup this year. I'm going to do that. I've done nice. it for so many years. I kind of, it just fell off the wayside with it, you know, not really being um, on birdastyle.com anyway. So I'm going to bring it to my own personal blog. I've been wanting to get more involved in my own kind of personal, um, yeah, blog and doing some more of that stuff. So I thought that that would be a super great home for it. And I can still get me to, I love the idea of, you know, sewing one pattern from the current Berta issue. Cause I still like love Berta patterns and right. their fit and style mm -hmm. and everything. I do love, love them. And I'm still, um, uh, affiliated with them in some ways. So yeah, I'm going to bring it, bring back the mashup. I have, <laughs> I gotten so many emails and comments like, where's, I, I enjoyed makes mashup like, uh, so much. And so I'm going to bring that back and I'm not buying any ready to wear clothes. No, no. Nice. <laughs> um, well, so that's it. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we, we kind of touched on it a little bit in talking about goals and resolutions, but I was curious, do you have any garment, like specific garments in mind or garment types that you know you need and you plan to make more of in 2021? Or on the flip side, are there any garment types that you know you are maxed out on you don't need anymore um mine is definitely my standing answer to that is elastic waist pants because yes. i just keep making them and i'm really i'm not sorry <laughs> so yeah the, you the only thing be. that i could possibly say i need more of is elastic waist pants and or uh, i still want to do some overalls i haven't gotten there yet uh, <gasps> me too i haven't either yeah, I was. I actually had a dream that I had made some overalls the other day, which is weird because I never have dreams like that. Um, and they were white corduroy, which was awful, and they did not fit well, which was awful. But they kind of, it kind of, you know, made me feel like okay, now I need to go make a pair of uh, overalls that I really do like. Um, but I'm still trying to figure out fabric and stuff like that. So, 
I definitely do not need any more tank tops. Um, and I am hoping to make some more outerwear, both outdoor and indoor, some like, um, hoodies and, or, um, cardigans. And I'm still, Uh someday I'm going to finish my piece Tamarack jacket. I'm kind of, kind of hoping to work on that sometime this, uh, this, I guess it's technically winter. Um, see if I can, you know, move along on that a little bit. So I do not need any more turtlenecks. (laughs) <laughs> at all i have so many tur- like those six burda tops that i sewed they were all turtlenecks, all turtlenecks. <laughs> pretty much. no i made one like tank uh too um but but i do need more like dresses i find like i love wearing them but i just don't i make so many separates like tops or jumpsuits but mm-hmm. i just i want some more dresses because i really love um I really love wearing them, and in the fall and the summer too. So I, I want to make more dresses. A, Ma- a, Ro- a Roscoe um, dress. I want to make so like that is. I need to make that mm-hmm. so comfy. Twenty twenty one and a blouse dress. version too. Mm-hmm. I, that's a must. And also the Wilder gown. Those are my two. They're a, a little bit similar, but I still want to make them both. I'm yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Be a cute like little comparison post too. Like little mm-hmm. notes on those. But mm-hmm. I love those both. So that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I think for me, it's really about athleisure. I mean, I've spent a yeah. lot of 2020 making leggings, my kind of flare yeah. leggings. And mm-hmm. I think that um, that impulse kind of kicked on in in the fall. And I don't actually have a lot of me made kind of summer active wear pieces. So yeah. I think that that's going to be on my list. Um and I'll probably just I see more biker shorts. More in biker the shorts. That, yes. I'm a fan. <laughs> I love those ones that you posted. Oh my gosh. Um, but I'm so gonna cool. just keep on making some elastic waist pants because they're my favorite. Oh, yeah. I'm actually in the process of making some overalls right now. Um, so we must be on the same wavelength. But um which pattern? I'm using the Roberts collection dungarees by mm-hmm. Maria Walker, and I've made it before Ooh. as like a pinafore dress, and I've made some um canvas overalls, but I'm making an um a new pair of the overalls version, hacking them a little bit, but I'm actually making them um from a tablecloth um that I picked up at the thrift store, and it's like the world's most boring tablecloth ever. It's literally <laughs> just like tan canvas, but it's a nice weight. And, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty excited about them because overalls in the pandemic, like so comfortable. Mm. Love them. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, for sure. Thinking about how you will plan your year. Um, I feel like I used to be so good about making a monthly plan and whether it was the pandemic or just wanting to sew whatever popped into my head um, because of the pandemic, but I definitely fell off that this year. Um, how are you, how are you guys feeling about how you'll approach planning your projects? I never plan. I impulse so, and I am not going to pretend that this year I am going to change that because we all know I'm not going to do that this year. (laughs) How about you, Meg? Yeah, at least with with the my only plan, I guess, would be the mashup because it is you know from the current Mm -hmm. issue in that Mm -hmm. month. So, but other than that, I'm not really not really planning. Have you seen? I I, we've talked about the kind of make nine plans. it's an Instagram challenge. There's a hashtag. You basically find, I've seen a couple of versions of it. The main one is uh-huh. um, you, it's make nine challenge 2021 is the hashtag. You put together a grid of nine patterns that you want to make in the year. Um, I've also seen people do it with regard to stash fabric. So like picking nine oh, fabrics from idea. their stash that they want to make and creating plans around that as a way to kind of kickstart that more stash focused sewing. Um, I've done make nines. I didn't do one last year, but I've done them pretty regularly. And I just, I never stick to them. I'm not sure why, because I love the idea. (laughs) It's like a challenge that relates to sewing and planning, like should totally be my cup of tea. And I just usually Uh don't stick to them. Um, so anything like that you're, you're thinking about, I do, I do like the idea of doing a make nine for fabric. 
So really starting with the fabric rather mm-hmm. than the specific garment. Yeah, like nine swatches. Yeah, that exactly. Would be, that's such a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe put that on the list. That sounds a little bit more accessible to me than than the patterns, but I still feel like that puts a bunch of pressure to, you know, do something that might not be giving me any sojo, you know, when it comes to October. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I've got five more things I've got to sew off my make nine and I don't want to make any of them, but I challenged myself, <laughs> so I guess I got to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, not that that ever works with me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's more about, it's less about the challenge and more about the intention with those kinds Mm -hmm. of challenges, you know, like, especially with the fabric side of things, like, try to get re-excited about fabric that you bought at one time because you were excited about it, um, and try to, Uh yeah, so much so that you actually sew it up. Be lovely. Uh I actually drew up a make nine. Uh, I've already made one of them. Uh, the free mantle pants were on there and I've already made that. And I, that, and I have an Amy jumpsuit cut out. So some other ones I have, I have a Roscoe blouse, a sparrow tee, a fen dress, the axis tank, the peppermint pocket skirt, a Berta kind of not top. And then I want to make another Kawartha Cardi jacket. Oh, nice. So, I have the, yeah. the peppermint um, pocket skirt on my list as well. But, oh, nice. Yeah, I have another tablecloth lined up for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a perfect tablecloth Isn't skirt. It? It's like the perfect, like, picnic skirt. I know. It's, it's so like cute. just picnic I love it. on my lap. It'll be perfect. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that was that was inspiring. I think, I think yeah. our feelings about goals, I'm definitely seeing both sides reflected in the sewing community. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm scared of it, what I'm going to cut out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of the beauty of it, right? I know. I know. Well, let's take a quick break and then we will hop into our second segment. No one could have forecasted in 2019 that tie-dye sweatpants would be a top worn and trending wardrobe staple for 2020, but entering 2021, things are still evolving and can't simply be switched to business as usual kind of coming into it. So let's talk about some forecasted trends for sewing and some social challenges that can actually, you know, keep us inspired and connected in the new year, kind of knowing a little bit more of, I love the word that you used, Kate, mysterious. It's mysterious. Yeah, mm-hmm. We don't know, Agreed. but we're like, it, it, we're cautiously entering, uh, entering it for sure. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to pull, I have two resources that I thought were really great. Um, this Refinery29 article did some forecasting for fashion trends, and this is not, like not runway specific. Mm-hmm. It's based on, you know, people's emotions and, um, kind of the economics going on right now, as well as a from the Craft Industry Alliance. They did a Craft Industry Trends for 2021, and I thought that they recapped it really well. So we will definitely link those, and we can just kind of talk about what both of those articles had in them. So I'll kick it off with um, – it's the Pantone Color of the Year release. I always get excited about this release. <laughs> I don't know about you. Do you guys even follow them? Um. I don't I don't anticipate it, but when it comes <laughs> out, I always find it interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always yeah. want to know what so, it is before it comes out. And then I don't realize when it comes out and then I learn later and <laughs> anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. Well, this year they uh, they probably thought that we needed it, but they released two colors of the year that kind of go together. It's gray and yellow. And it's the message of happiness supported by fortitude. So the combination of, you know, Pantone Ultimate Gray with the Pantone Illuminating is aspirational and gives us hope. We need to feel that everything is going to get brighter. And this is essential to the human spirit. So that was kind of their quote for the background on these colors. Are you a fan of yellow and gray together? You know, I was was thinking about this. I am. And I, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't love yellow, but I do love gray and all shades of black, as you know. Um, But I do, I was on like a really big yellow and gray kick, like seven years ago, I was making like more like mini quilts. And I feel like maybe the yellow and gray combo was something I saw a lot of in like the modern quilting side of things. So Mm -hmm. I, I don't, it doesn't feel like 
super new to me because of that, because I already went through like a yellow and gray phase. Yeah, It wasn't mm-hmm. related to garment sewing because I, I wasn't doing as much garment sewing at the time. Um, but, but I do, I mean, I really love the reason behind their selections and um, I, I applaud them for that. I don't know if those colors necessarily evoke those emotions for me. But mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I was going to say. So unlike Amanda, I love yellow um, and gray. I can kind of take or leave. It's gray. You know, it's great mm-hmm. for uh-huh. pants and shoes and, you know, the stuff that your attention isn't on. Um, but yeah. And, and as a combination, I think they're absolutely fine. But again, the gray doesn't seem to say everything is going to get brighter to me. Gray is. Yeah. You know, it, it's a cloudy day. Yeah, and, it's ominous. And I, I guess, I guess, so I, I guess maybe they're thinking, you know, the transition from gray to yellow, um, putting something like that might might be what they were thinking. I don't know. I think the gray is a little. I think the gray is a little depressing for that particular message. But um, what do I know? I just. I think it's a. It's like a cute gray. I when I saw the color, <laughs> I think cute, it's a cute gray. gray. Yeah. I, I like, I don't know if I love them together. I, I realized, I feel like this has been a big home decor trend Mm -hmm, I've seen in wallpaper. I can really see a wallpaper with gray and yeah, I wouldn't choose, I choose it for my own decor. I mean, it doesn't have green in it, but I do love yellow because it's one of the ingredients to make green, Mm -hmm, isn't it? mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Is that the right ingredients? Yes. I guess when you're thinking about paint, but I don't know. It's, I, I liked it. Um, I'm excited to see kind of how that transitions. And I just was wondering, I get like when they predict what the year is going to, were they last minute being like, we need to switch out what our color was going to be. I don't, I just always think about Yeah. Maybe it was like, sounded like an even more depressing gray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they were like, we better tone it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was, yeah. And it was like weird, kind of like eerie color. Anyways. So. Pea soup. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely yeah, a pea soup. I mean, I would, I know you and I. Have yeah, I'm down with pea, pea soup. soup. <laughs> <laughs> but actually Etsy, uh, they had, they brought their color of the year out to be sky blue, which I think is a great color for yeah. the year as well. Mm-hmm. That's a really, um, I guess they all kind of work together in being like the gray, the yellow. Kind that, of that's uplifting. All sky colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uplifting, you know, looking up. So that's interesting to see kind of their two two perspectives. So moving on from color, a lot of, so uh, crafting picked up huge in 2020. And Mm -hmm. I don't, uh, the article, you know, predicts that maybe it's not going to, it will still remain prominent, but there won't be that huge jump. I don't think a lot of people are going to, that didn't start crafting in 2020, you know, start in 2021. But Pinterest is seeing so much embroidery content. Hmm, like so embroidery is really the new, they called it the new tie-dye. So that's mm. what kind of crafters that they're elevating their craft a little bit. So embroidery, I think, is going to be a huge thing that people are going to get into. Maybe they started sewing and they they kind of want to do something, you know, else, uh, maybe some more cro- cross-stitching kits were just like skyrocketing and say, I mean, I bought three myself. I I had never (laughs) bought one until last year. So I was definitely a part of that. And I think we're going to see kind of those extra crafts go, um, get really popular in, in 2021. Yeah. I was definitely Uh, thinking about like the crossover crafting. I'm seeing, you know, a lot of people who's it's, it's interesting. Like, I think we'll see a lot of people who started sewing in 2020, take those next steps, maybe try their first garment, um, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, just kind of try to level up from very basic projects. But I'm also seeing a lot of people who predominantly sew do more quilting, people who sew do more mm-hmm. knitting. Um, I think as people kind of experiment with the different paces of those different crafts and kind of select what they need at the moment. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I, along with like knitting and hand quilting and, um, cross stitch, those are definitely very like, I don't know, calm, you know, rhythmic, kind of close to your body 
type of crafts. So I could see I could see those mm-hmm. being big right now. Also with just the season, I think that it's you know nice yeah. to snuggle mm-hmm. up on the couch with something that's Cozy a little bit more up. portable. Yeah, for sure. mm-hmm. uh, also, very easy to do while binging. It's true. Yeah, I I mean I can't sew because the TV while well, I watch TV because the TV is in a different room and I just I can't hear well enough um unless the Yeah, cuz you need your really eyes on the TV up. and yeah. machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um but I love to knit while I uh watch TV or cross stitch which I haven't been able to do for a long time because the cats like to help mm-hmm. in a very unhelpful <laughs> way. Uh they like to help with the knitting too, but I can usually work around the knitting. I can't work around the cross stitching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, yeah, good. Good thing to do. Well, you know, getting in all that good Netflix content that mm. they're, <laughs> they're rolling out for sure. I'm also really hoping that tie dye doesn't go away. I have to say, oh, I don't think it. I I got some really lovely. I got they weren't tie dye. They were ice dye. But I got some ice dye sweatpants and a sweatshirt from. Anna Joyce designs for Christmas and mm-hmm. I love them. And I've, oh, yeah. that, when I got those, it like kicked off this whole like bleach dyeing experiments and I did a little bit of ice dyeing and, um, I kind of love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. It's so fun. All right. So let's just jump in like a little bit. We'll just, I just want to overview what refinery 21, yeah. uh, geez, 29 said about 2021. 20, geez, <laughs> so many, <laughs> so many numbers. Um, so kind of the general forecasting trends that can lead kind of into, into our sewing. So a lot of local, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe embrace more non-big box fabric stores, maybe even for notions and zippers and stuff. I've been, you know, curbside picking up to kind of more the zipper store instead of just going on Amazon and ordering thread or something just local for less strain on the mail delivery service. And I think that's a big trend. I think we'll keep going to Mm -hmm. really the, the businesses really need us and definitely now going to 2021. So local for a lot of things and especially sewing, um, notions and patterns and fabrics and all that stuff. And then patchwork, they, uh, patchwork, it, a little bit in fashion too, people using up their scraps, you know, lots of dead stock from designers mm-hmm. anticipating they have all this fabric, you know, that they probably bought forecasting, you know, there's 2020 collections were probably planned and purchased for forever ago. And so lots of dead stock and kind of reusing and repurposing fabrics. And then soothing shades. So that they said pastel, sorbet, that's the new neon like these calming shape things are yeah mm-hmm. um as i'm staring at my i just i bought this highlighter yellow jersey and i made like three tops in it that i'm staring um at. i'm looking at your neon palmer pullover oh, yeah. over there <laughs> oh i know i mean for me i i could never yeah. give up my neon yeah. i love it yeah. yeah i'll have to show you kate uh i'll show it i'll i'll share it in the sojo segment my oh, palmer yes, pullover that i made <laughs> And then embracing upcycle again, you know, people, maybe you're spending less on new clothes or even sewing fab, like utilizing what you already have. And even the general population getting into, you know, uh, and new media platforms like crafting for TikTok. There's lots Mm -hmm. of young people creating these videos. And that's something I want to, I, I, Every day I'm like, oh, should I get a TikTok? Only because I also love to dance, but I could see, you know, engaging new audiences and having really fun with crafting and right. giving people upcycling ideas and gaining more inspiration. There's so many, you know, new talent coming up. And so that was just kind of a a little note too. I have I've seen a lot of pandemic bingo on Instagram, you know, where you did you order an alcoholic oh, beverage yes. to go. Did you, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I, there has got <laughs> to be so one fun. for sewing because I definitely, I like did the patchwork thing. I did the upcycling and I've done. We should make one. We, I, we should. One. It would be really fun. Or combine them all into like one amazing pandemic yeah. cliche project. Like I'm kind of dying. <laughs> did you drink an alcoholic beverage while Yes, sewing? exactly. <laughs> while making exactly. your patchwork ice dye sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> did you sew with no pants on? I mean, I don't know yeah, you- if you guys have done that. Like I, every, like whenever something comes up that I'm just like, 
this is the most pandemic thing ever, you know, like yes. I'm making leopard print biker shorts that I can wear skating. Like it's just, I'm waiting for that one, like perfect pandemic metaphor. Did you try and cut your own hair? I was like, oh, Amanda, your bangs look fabulous. Thanks. Did you two cut those yourself? I did. They I had them on I New Year's. I need to do they're, that. They're a little too short, but you know. Oh, I like that. Well, that that's fine. In another, you know, week they'll be perfect. I know, and then they'll be like too long, too long, instantly. Yeah, that's how bangs work. I know. That's why I don't have them. I'm on the sides. Yeah, I'm on the side sweep evolution of my bangs. Yep. I need to, um, I need to cut them. But I was just, I'm staring at Amanda's. Like they look so perfect. Well, thanks. <laughs> Well, actually, that reminds me of just kind of this cool uh, content and in quarantine. I think it was so Anastasia. She had a video where um, her partner, uh, they she put her hair down on a rotary mat and then used the ruler and the rotary cutter to cut a trim straight hair. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? It was it was wild. I don't know how. And I'm sitting here with my curly, curly hair, looking at you two with your straight (laughs) hair, and thinking, "Ah, how easy you have it!" (laughs) Indeed. So, what are what are your forecasts for 2021? What do you think? So hard to know, but I do. I've seen eh? some things, and I think there are things that are going to kind of build through the year. One is definitely that crossover crafting. Um, I think, especially I'm seeing a lot of people in the sewing garment world feeling like they've probably got enough clothes. So thinking about what else they can do that's going to fill that um, making need. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of body positivity. Yes, for sure. um, Which makes me so happy. Um, A lot of comfy clothing, more athleisure patterns, kind of more specialized athleisure patterns, maybe. Um, Mm -hmm. Seeing a lot of people experimenting right now with projectors for sewing. Um, So you would, you do, you project the pattern onto your fabric, skip the paper altogether. Um, And I, I think it's an idea that's been around for a couple of years, but I am just suddenly seeing People oh, talking so- about it, experimenting with it. Um, we actually, we do have some content coming up in So News, um, talking about various techniques yeah. with that. But I just don't know how I feel about yeah. it quite yet. I guess I'll, I can't knock it till you yeah, try yeah, it. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. I, just, I don't know. I'm intrigued. I'm coming around. It's definitely It's taken intrigued. a while. Yeah. Um, I, like, <laughs> I like the concept. I just, I need to know more about how you make sure you've got the right size. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think I know, it's eh? just like on the PDF, you have to measure the, you've got your square and you make sure it's the right size. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But definitely that's a good projection. Yeah. I've been seeing. Oh it's my a gosh. Project- a projection. Does that count as a sewing pun? <laughs> yes. I think okay, so. Great. I we'll think add so. <laughs> um, that's good. That's good. Cause that count hasn't changed in like a year and a half. I know we've been slipping. We um, gotta get better. I do think we're going to see kind of that next progression of content uh, focus on beginning sewists who are taking that next step. Um, yes. That has been, I mean, that's been so lovely to see. Um, just there's there's a lot of people who are who started sewing and I, I think they're going to continue sewing. That's definitely my hope. And I, I think that um, I think that people found it valuable. Uh, in 2020. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they'll stick with it. Um, I think there's going to be a continued focus on online learning, but fingers crossed, like I was loving the kind of sewing retreats trend that kind of, that we saw more of in 2019 that really felt like it was Mm -hmm. kind of building up speed and building up momentum. So Mm -hmm. I am fingers crossed. And I think, you know, after this, there's probably going to be a lot of caution, but I think people are going to want to be together, you know? And oh, so I, yes. I really hope we can just kind of pick back, pick back up where we were with sewing retreats and carry that forward because we'll have to plan a I know. huge like meetup. We ha- will have I know. to. I never, I didn't <laughs> yeah. go to sewing camp yet. Like I need my chance to go to sewing camp. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's it for me. Well, I agree with um, a lot of Amanda's stuff, and I don't have a whole lot to add, but I was thinking um, just kind of as I was um, 
as I was thinking about it, I was remembering um, actually something I learned randomly in a class I took in college on, um, it was American history and film. And they talked about how um, the the film kind of, the film trends reflected the, um, the, the trends in the real life. And so in the twenties, when you had the roaring twenties and all of that, um, crazy fun stuff, you had these like really depressing films. And then when you hit the great depression, Uh that's when they wanted the happy musicals with a lot of dancing and fun and not, not thinking too hard about stuff. So on that same level, I think that the beginning of the year is definitely going to be very focused on comfort stuff, comfortable, Mm -hmm. loose fitting everything like that. But if the vaccine works the way that we have been hoping it would work and we start to get back to a sort of normal way of functioning where people can be around each other safely near the end of the year, I'm guessing that there will be a growing trend towards more fitted clothing and like some so frosting sort of stuff, you know, Uh get out Uh of the comfort clothes and start showing off once you're around people and can show off again. So that's just the thing that I think the, pe- the pendulum. It yes, yeah, the pendulum will swing yeah, from be a good comfort. Yeah, who cares what I, all I care about is how I feel to, I really care about how I look now. That's, that's my prediction. Assuming the vaccine goes well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's just quickly jump into some sewing challenges. So there's a bunch of, uh, I've also, I will also include a resource for the fold line has a really great article kind of over outlining year-long challenges that you can do. Sometimes it's, if you are, if you have been sewing, maybe you just need a little, you know, get out of your comfort zone, something to challenge you. We already talked about the make nine, but there's so many Mm -hmm. more that you can um, get involved in. Is there any sewing challenges or even like hashtags that you follow or you plan to follow, plan to do in the new year? I am infamously bad at Instagram. And like I said earlier, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, no, I am. I'm very bad at Instagram and I'm going to try to get better. And that may or may not involve participating in some sewing challenges, but I don't know what they're yes. going to be yet. I really need to focus on just remembering to do it on a regular basis before I start getting into the more complicated stuff. So mm-hmm. that's my non-answer for you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm enjoying being on my own little whatever I want to sew is what I'm going to sew next. So I think it'd have to be something really good and creative to tempt me away from that. Um, So yeah, I'm feeling noncommittal about the challenges this year. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm scrolling through this list and there's one called dress like your grandma. It's a vintage sewing pattern challenge and you can follow the hashtag dress like your grandma. And I, I love that so much. (laughs) In the meantime, just, yeah, I, I'm just yeah. like, that sounds like a house coat to me. Comfy. I like it. You could <laughs> ice dye it. You could ice dye it. I'm going to ice dye everything. I still need to do the dress like a crayon. Uh, yep. I think I'm coming close. So I made some pink pants and I'm going to uh, – I'm actually in a matching outfit right now. Like my top bottoms, I'll just stand up so you guys can see. Maybe we can take like a screenshot. Can someone take a screenshot? Yes. We can upload to the show notes. Okay. We can see my whole pants are covered. <laughs> so perfect. It's my. I know. So I kind of. I'm dressed like a in the form of like cheetah print. <laughs> These are my Pietra pants that I made. Yeah. So yeah, tons of fun uh, inspiration yes. and yeah. Wow. I I want to sew. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've already made a pullover this morning. What else can I possibly do? <laughs> Well, let's hop into Sojo and talk sewing inspiration. My favorite part of the show. Um, We'll just go around Robin and each kind of talk about what is giving you inspiration. Let's start with you, Meg, since you are like on fire. Everything is giving me inspiration. I'm having too much much inspiration. Yeah, it'll probably change. I don't even know like what I'll even say this week because I'll probably, I'm still just in this like sewing mood. At least I have some work projects now going that yeah. we're, Amanda and I are doing something uh, next week. And so I'm going to be making this adorable blouse for that. So that's kind of getting back into the kind of more structured part of my sewing, my sewing work life. Mm. So that's been kind of refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> kind of steer structure. me back on track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. A little structure. So how about you guys? 
I have, as I mentioned, I've been working on a um, mod from uh, Maywood Studio, which is basically, it's basically like a kit. It comes with the backing, the binding, and all the pieces pre-cut, which is awesome because I hate cutting. If I'm going to be piecing, that is why I never piece anything because you have to cut things and I don't want to. Um, so I've actually really enjoyed piecing it. Um, I've had a raging amount of frustration because for some reason my embroidery machine did not want to um, embroider the quilting on this thing. And I was having thread break every, I don't know, 30 seconds. It was making me nuts. Oh no. Wow. And then something I did earlier today finally convinced it that it was going to work. And um, it might be done upstairs. I'm not sure. It's either done or paused for a thread break. Um, hopefully it's done. Um, and then I just have to do a little bit of uh, bits around the edge and then I can start binding it, um, which I'm strangely excited about because I I never quilt anything. But I'm quilting this one and it's I'm enjoying it. And there we go. Huh. And uh, then in the meantime, I am cracking up looking at Amanda's notes. So I want Amanda to tell us her sojo because it's <laughs> killing me. Well, <laughs> I had to write notes just in case I forgot because I'm definitely feeling all over the place. Nothing has changed about that. Um, but as I mentioned, um, I'm really into tablecloth repurposing at the moment. <laughs> So I've mentioned it a couple times already. Aren't we all? There's a phase. We all have you know, that phase. I've been, I've been talking God, with one of my Instagram contacts because um, she made the peppermint pocket skirt with this amazing tablecloth with um, – she repurposed the edge along the bottom and it had these little tassels. It's so Oh, yeah. Cute. I mean, that's the best exactly. part, exactly. repurposing those. So I don't know. I've just had good tablecloth mojo at the thrift store. So I have a few projects lined up, um, but I'm also, as I mentioned, really feeling the athleisure and active wear impulses. So I'm actually taking a class for Meg on So Daily. Um, Are you taking I'm it? I'm going to take it. I'm in. <laughs> well, I see you in class. You I, I, I should be there. I will be there with my leopard print or my cheetah print. Um, so it's the sew and draft your own personal seven piece workout wear collection workshop. And I'm really excited because like I said, I, I just kind of hadn't really thought about this, like what my active wear style is. And it's not, um, I think there will definitely be some overlap with my everyday style. But uh -huh. it's kind of a new and unique challenge how to take my new love yeah. of neutrals into active wear and maybe sew some neon stuff. So Yeah. <laughs> and I show how to, I always use this technique, like the easiest bra shelf ever, like in a yoga tank oh, or that. a tank top. It, they're so it's so easy. You, we'd always think it's so intimidating to do like a built-in bra yeah, shelf. For it's sure. Really, it's really not that hard at all. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, I was I was this morning I was watching York. I was watching the Palmer pullover uh sew along. So I was watching you on my screen. Uh, we were putting the zippers together. So now we'll <laughs> just helping each other out. Trades. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Trade C. Yeah, a couple of uh, a couple of uh, like last week, I, I listened to your guys' last episode, the one that I wasn't on, oh, and it was well, and I was you know cutting something out or sewing something I don't remember, but it was it was so nice to just have you guys hanging with me while I was doing my uh, my sewing. It was like experiencing being one of the listeners, but I really enjoyed it. That is fun. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. So speaking of uh, listeners, we all gave our sojo, right? Yes, we yeah, did. Yes, we did. Yeah, we got. So we have tablecloths and quilts and just lots of random stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's talk about sew and tell. So last episode, we asked you, how did your sewing change in 2020? All right. I'll go first. We got a comment on Instagram from Super Gael who said, it was a good sewing year for me. Because of the quarantine, I got to spend a lot of time at home, time in which I could sew more, experiment with different fabrics. I'm also trying to learn how to hand embroider, but that's a different story. I, I feel that. Um, I also noticed that I don't actually need so many fancy dresses and started focusing more on making basics and wearable items. I hope you girls had a wonderful Christmas and wish you all the best for the new year. Greetings from 
from Vienna, Austria. I dream of your city. I dream it. Get to my go back has- maybe someday. Yes, my husband has vowed that we need to do Christmas in Vienna one of these oh. years. So, oh, that would be gorgeous. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, it's supposed to be just beautiful. Oh, so jealous. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that comment. Also, we heard from Chumper Bumpers, which is such a fun. That's username. great. Oh, I'm <laughs> obsessed. And- who said, I made and donated a ton of face masks, so much that I broke my sewing machine and was lucky to be able to get a new machine. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. I am self-taught through online videos and tutorials. I made time in the past few months to make handmade gift items for family and friends and hope to learn more in 2021. That's awesome. Self-taught is hard. Yeah, it is hard, but it's definitely, definitely doable. And I love all the sewing face masks that yes. <laughs> yes. broke your machine. Broke That's well. so funny. Oh, it, it can do it. And um, you were Oh, lucky. I broke so many needles. I broke tons oh, of yeah. needles making masks. So I don't many know why. needles. And, yeah. you, and you were Definitely so lucky to get a new machine because, man, they were hard to get a hold of. Yeah, they were. This they, year. they were. They Yeah, they were. Um, then our last comment on Instagram from Ori H. Jorgensen, they said, I I sewed almost exclusively for myself. I usually make gifts, but I decided there's not enough time in the day to sew something for someone that might not appreciate all the time it takes. Hey, man. I just love that. I love that. I had to add that. I think you really get me. Yeah. Me too. And me. And we, we, we see you. Yes. Yes, we do. Remember theater person spent many years sewing for (gasps) other people. And now I sew for me and occasionally my husband, but only masks and that one (laughs) t-shirt. That's amazing. Um, Yeah. And we also just want to plug in our free sew along that's going Mm -hmm. on right now. And Mm. you have until February 1st. Am I correct? Yes. To, to register and this pullover is so cute. It I is. made one this morning out of I'll have to show you Kate. Meg, you're gonna oh, have to put that on the show notes. It oh, is like the most glorious combination of lime and pink I've ever seen. That is amazing. Fuchsia pink fleece and lime green fleece. And I did like a contrasting black zipper and I added and I uh, there's a blog post going up about um kind of this uh, athleisure wear mm-hmm. and I included how I added a drawstring to the hood. So a little hack there too. So I love it. Um, so that much. Is, you don't, I would love to wear that. Please feel free to send it to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can join. Why I know. Join so I just long? need to make my own. You do. But I don't, I, I don't have your lime oh, green and fuchsia I mean. pink fabric. Oh, you mean to send this exact, like, oh yes. Oh, send that exact you. one to me. Cause I love it. Or just send me the leftover <laughs> fabric so that I can make an identical one. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. So don't miss it while it's free. It's a super cute pattern. Um, and it like hoods, you would think that they're hard to sew. They're, they're really super not hard easy. To sew. I'm gonna put a hood on everything. Oh, put a hood on put it. Put a hood on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we want to know: do you have a sewing resolution for 2021? If not, okay, just what are or what are you forecasting? Yeah. But if you have a resolution, let us know. Just, we want to know. Or just, if like me, you have no resolutions, but just hopes. Yeah. Go ahead and let us know your hopes. Light commitments. Inkling. This is my, this is my, this is my new thing. Not resolutions, hopes. Mm-hmm. hopes. I like it. On that note. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun episode. That, that was, was super fun. That was great. I'm so glad you're back, Kate, and feeling yes. well. Uh, oh, you were too. definitely in my thoughts mm-hmm. over the over the holiday. Oh, thank you. It was... Your kitties must have loved having you just... De- were they all over you? Um, okay, so... <laughs> so about the second day or something, this at, at night, I was laying asleep and, and I wake up just a little bit because Romulus has crawled up on top of me and has laid down on me, which is pr- completely normal for him. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. there's a cat fight happening on top of me because Maggie has attacked him. <laughs> And driven him off of me. And I'm pretty sure she was protecting me. I'm pretty sure it was like, oh, no, she is wounded. You get off. And I'm like, I don't don't care if Romulus wants to snuggle me. And also, I don't really think a cat fight on top of me was the 
best thing for me right now, but I appreciate the sentiment. And then she oh, basically so cute. didn't leave my side for the next three weeks. But yeah, it was it was oh. adorable. Yeah. But That's that poor so Romulus sweet. now he's he's afraid to like come onto the bed at all anymore and have to try to teach him it's okay now that I'm healed up and Well give him a big hug mm-hmm. for me and happy stitching everyone. Happy twenty Happy New Year! Happy, Happy New, New, Year. New Year! There's there's a saying, isn't yeah. there, at the start of the year? <laughs> I, think I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. All right, bye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> so and Tell is a So Daily podcast and produced by Golden Peak Media. It's hosted and produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zynard. Daisha Clay is our producer. Director of podcasts is Jared Mayer. Tiffany Warble is Director of Content, Kelsey Ratterman handles our marketing, and Andrea Lotz does all things digital. If you'd like more information on sponsoring or advertising on So & Tell, go to goldenpeakmedia.com.